What is up, you wonderful, beautiful, fantastic people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it is going to be August 17th. Wisdom app, you guys are getting it right now in real time. I'm recording the podcast as I'm talking to you guys. This is a really great way for me to interact with both with both platforms and um, manage my time more wisely, you guys. I think I've shared with you before, I have seven kids, six of them homeschooling. My oldest graduated in 2020. So um, that is a big part of my life right now, you guys. But um, I love being on here and sharing with you guys the things that I'm learning in my own life, things that have changed my life, sharing my story. I want to inspire people. I want to inspire people with the grace of God. I want to influence people to walk in their authority, their character, their values. I don't know if you guys have checked it out yet, but be sure to go back on the podcast and listen to episodes starting January 20th, 2020, all the way to May 21st, 2020. It's a five-month process where I've walked people through the process of establishing your identity and your character and values, not your performance, circumstances, or other people's opinions. I'm telling you guys, if you do the work, it'll change your life. And I really believe this big, this world we're in right now is in a massive identity crisis. I don't know about you guys, but people are so confused about that. And I think it's, this is going to be vital you know, for people to have these types of tools. And that's why I'm really excited for you guys to be getting my book into your hands. Nuggets of Truth, hopefully that will be, I'm hoping it'll be out by August. I'm actually in the final editing process right now. Um, and so I'm hoping to have that done in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm rereading it again. You guys, if you ever write a book, you're going to read your book a lot, a bunch. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, I just, I'm definitely looking forward to um, having the editing process done. But I'm so grateful to share this with you guys. And I really hope and pray it will change your life. And so um, you guys, I want to talk to you guys today about anxiety really quick. Um, it was provoked from a book I just finished reading. It was called Leading With Your Gut, How to Harness the Power of Your Intuition, Your Emotions, and Your Values from Dr. John Townsend. And he was just kind of sharing how he deals with his anxiety as a leader at times. And so that kind of provoked me to go over to the scripture that he referenced, um, discuss it a little bit as far as what anxiety is, and just kind of share with you guys some um, tools that I use when I'm feeling anxious and um, I'm going through that. So anyway, before we get into it, you guys, let's go ahead and pray and then let's have this conversation. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you care for us, God. We can cast all of our anxiety on you because you care for us. Thank you, Lord, that we are not alone, that you help us, God, that you love us. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. And I pray, God, that, you know, as people who either know you or don't know you, Lord, that we would get more comfortable in our relationship with you, let you transform us, God, heal us, mold us into the men and women you've created us to be so we can walk in our full authority that you've given to us since the beginning of time. And so, Lord, I just thank you for this day. God, direct the conversation. Bless every single person listening to this. I pray that they are encouraged. I pray they can find the tools that they need in their life to equip themselves better, to, you know, really make some progress in their life, Lord. So I thank you, God, for this day. We love you, Lord. And just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So anyway, you guys, like I said, I was reading that book this morning. He was trying to remember exactly what the last chapter was about. I think it was about leaders growing themselves. You know, he says all growth is spiritual growth. And, you know, I never used to really understand what that meant. But once I started to understand what a spirit is, it made more sense. And I, I think I've shared this with you guys before, but I'll say it again. Your spirit is your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. And if you think about it, your life is guided by your thoughts. Everything that you think, 
is rooted in every decision that you've ever made, choices, aspirations, motivations. It's all motivated by your thoughts. And you know, my son, he's 15. We were having a conversation last night and we were talking about morality and uh, why it's important. Why do we think it's important? And he, he said something to the effect, um, as we were discussing this, it came up in the conversation that, uh, you know, humans are always looking up to other people, right? We're always learning from others. You know, you can go all the way back to children learning from their parents, but then also on the adult aspect of it, if we are aware of our life and the effects of the decisions that we've made, and then we realize that there's a place that we want to have some growth in, right? Cause we're looking for some peace. We're going to hopefully, I mean, th this is what I do. I look for other people who have the results that I'm looking for and I implement what they've done. And so that's just human nature. I think for us to learn from other people, you guys were made for connection. We're made for community. And, uh, you know, so we want to be connected, but it's important to be obviously to be connected to the right people and are the people we're connected to, do they have the results we're looking for? Do they have the, the tools, right? And then as we, but that takes um, us being able to look at ourselves, figuring out where, what we need in our life and then searching out the resources, you know, AKA people who have the insight, the wisdom, the understanding we need to produce results in our life, better fruit. You know, we talked about last night too, what is, you know, what is, what's, what is the purpose of having morals, right? And, and I told my kids, you know, it's really for being able to produce good in your life, produce fruit, fruit that's good for yourself and good for other people. You know, the whole point of a farmer planting a garden is to feed his family, feed himself, feed his, his children, his wife, and then um, feed, the, feed other people in exchange for making money, right? So the things that we produce in our life have to be good for us and good for other people. You know, and that's the other thing I asked my kids. I said, would you trust a farmer who wouldn't eat his own food? <laughs> you know, um, it was like, no. So, you know, the things that we give out into the world, they need to be good for us because if we're consuming those things ourselves, that's how people are going to trust us. Right? So the things I share with you guys, these are all things I do in the context of my own life. Um, so anyway, let's go. I'm trying to think where I was going with that. You guys, um, I don't even know how I, I ran into that. Oh, we're talking about just looking up to people. That's what it was. Oh, all, that's what he was talking about in the book, right? All spiritual, all growth is spiritual growth. Your spirits, your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. And if you think about it, um, once you start to pay attention to the things you're thinking about, you might become aware of the problems that you're having. And um, therefore that will reveal, you know, what you need in your life, right? You have an issue that exposes a need, and then you can hopefully seek out people, resources, that will take care of that. So therefore that's spiritual growth. You're going to grow your thoughts. You're going to grow your perspective. Okay. And so anyway, sometimes, uh, we all go through times of anxiety and there's no doubt that God put this in his word, um, in first Peter five. And it says, uh, let me see here. Likewise, you younger people submit yourselves to your elders. Yes. All of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by, Jesus, by Christ Jesus, after, um, after you've suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. 
To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. You know, and I will say this. Um, you know, as far as the, the suffering part goes, we suffer because we lack information. We suffer in our ignorance at times, right? We're human beings. How many of you are born all knowing? I mean, I don't know about you guys. I know I wasn't. Hold on just a second, you guys. My kids are knocking on the door. What do you need? Yes. So we're all born as blank slates. And then we grow up in our environments from the families that raised us. We learn from them. And then we got out on our own. And some of the things that we learned in our environments aren't serving us right now. Okay. And so therefore we have to be able to make adjustments to our life and to ourselves and learn some new things. Right. Um, there's some things we know. There's some things we don't know. Um, how do, and the way to tell that again is to look for the pressure points in your life. Look for the stress. Look for the overwhelm and the lack of peace in your life, right? Find, pinpoint those areas. And those are the areas in your life that um, it's going to be time for you to, um, you know, integrate new information into your life, new perspectives so you can produce better results, right? Um, you need to learn something you don't know right now. If you knew what you needed to do to produce good results in your life in a particular area, you would already be doing it. I don't know anybody in the world who wakes up and says, I want to have a crappy life. I want it to everything to go downhill today, right? Just drive myself off a cliff. I don't believe that's how human beings are wired. I think we wake up and we intend to have a good day. And I know a lot of people say, you know, bad, in you know, good intentions are, you know, the path to hell or whatever. But I think in terms of relationship to ourselves and people, um, I think it's it keeps us from being judgmental towards ourselves and others, right? And so I know from my experience, when I wake up every single day, I intend to have a good day. I intend to be a good influence on my on myself, on my children, on my relationships, on the rest of the world, you know? And so, but sometimes that doesn't always happen, right? There's, there's factors that can come in, you guys. Um, and sometimes it's really practical stuff. How do you guys do if you're hungry and tired, <laughs> right? I'm not at my A game. If I'm, if I'm tired, I'm not, if I don't get enough sleep at night, um, that definitely put the damper on things. If I'm hungry, that can, um, lack of motivation, right? There's so many factors that, uh, you know, influence our lack of influence. You get what I mean? So anyway, um, but you know, the suffering part is, is the ignorance and, you know, but that's how the character comes in, right? We learn a lot of things about ourselves. It's not, it's not the fun part, but uh, that's just the world we live in. You guys we live in a fallen world right now. That's just the consequences of Adam and Eve eating from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Now here's the cool thing, you guys, and this could be a whole nother podcast. We do have the tree of life now, you know, through Jesus Christ, we're supposed to be eating off of his words, but how many people, you know, kind of brush off the, the words of Christ or even their own revelation they had, and then they continually eat from that tree of knowledge, right? Your own knowledge, someone else's knowledge. And then we find ourselves stuck in the fall all over again, feeling the shame, feeling the separation, the isolation, the blame, all of the effects that happen when we exchange the knowledge of God for the knowledge of somebody else or even the knowledge of ourselves. But anyway, so let, let me jump into this really quick, you guys. I want to make sure I get to the point of what I wanted to talk about here. So he says, humble yourselves, casting all your care, um, another translation says all your anxiety on him before he cares for you, right? So what is anxiety? It just is a disturbance of mind regarding some uncertain event. So anxiety is disturbance of mind regarding some uncertain event. So I went ahead and I wrote down disturbance, okay? And it's a change or alteration, whether as the result 
of internal or external, uh, what's that say? Uh, action from a condition of order, repose or peace to one of agitation or disorder. So it's basically going from um, peace to anxiety and stress, right? You're out of your element, okay? And so um, anxiety is when you lose your peace regarding some uncertain event. Now, what, what do you mean uncertain? It's only uncertain if it's a decision that hasn't been made, right? And that's really what anxiety is at the end of the day. You haven't made a decision. And I went through a process beginning of this year, you guys, where I realized, because I carry around a level of anxiety about money, but I didn't understand what it was coming from. I didn't understand that it was me not accepting the decisions that I have made to stay home with my children the last 13 years, right? And why do I stay home with my children? Because it's a priority for me to be an influence in their life and, and connect with them and be an influence. Those are the things that I value. So I had to get comfortable with the decision that I made to stay home with them and the consequences of that, accepting full responsibility, as well as realizing that what's motivating me is my um, desire to influence them and have a connection with them, okay? And that's why sometimes I think we get anxious is because we forget those couple things right there. So I want you to ask yourself, what decision have you made and what in, have you fully accepted the consequences of that? Or what decision needs to be made and you've just been blowing it off? Maybe that's why you have anxiety. There's a decision that needs to be made, you haven't met it, or you haven't accepted the full consequences of it, right? For me, I've accepted the consequences of it, but I've always been, my struggle was, well, what are other people gonna think about me in that way? Okay, she's chosen to stay home with her kids. And let's just say if I'm talking to a friend of mine about, you know, um, feeling the stress of not having as much money as I would like to have, you know, you guys, I don't know, do you guys like pay your bills? And that's pretty much it. You know, you pay your bills, you got food and that's great, but it's like, okay, we don't really have any money to, you know, go do anything extra. You know, I like doing stuff like that, you guys. And so sometimes my frustration is that, or for example, um, I would like to be able to put my three younger kids like in gymnastics and judo. I can't afford to do that right now. I can only put, you know, my, my three older ones. They've been waiting forever to do that. My son is 15. He's never done judo or karate in his whole life because I'm, we never had the money to do it. And so now I'm like, well, I at least want to get him in there before he moves out, you know, and let him start doing stuff like that. It's been something he's been wanting to do, but I can only afford to do, you know, my three older kids, not the three younger ones. So that can create some anxiety for me and some frustration. I can lose my peace because I'm like, I can't do that. So sometimes if I'm talking to a friend about that, I can worry about them judging me. Well, why don't you do something, Ashley? Why don't you go get a job or figure it out, right? You know how you just want to vent to somebody without them judging you and trying to like help you fix the problem. It's like, I'm content with being home with my kids. You know, it's just sometimes it gets overwhelming when I don't have the resources that I desire to be able to, um, you know, do more with them, if that makes any sense. So anyway, so let me see here. What else did I want to share with you guys really, really quick? So that was anxiety. And one of the things that he was talking about that he does to kind of rid him of it is he'll take that scripture in first Peter five, seven, he'll write it down, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And he'll write down every area of his life where he's feeling anxious. It could be relationships, finances, your health, right? There's, there, you guys, there are seven areas of life. Whatever 
area of your life that's kind of the pressure is building, you know, write it on a piece of paper, talk to God about it, and then you go ball it up and throw it in the trash, you know? So that's what he does. For me, what I do is I take a step back and I ask myself, Ashley, are you living within your values? Are you living within your priorities? And if, if I can say yes to that, then that just means the anxiety is just coming from living in uncertainty. Uncertainty is completely normal when you're stepping out and living out your priorities in that way. You know, um, obviously at this point, one of my values is connection with my kids and influence. I do appreciate security in my way, in my mind, security would be, oh, just go get a job. Then I can feel like more secure, but that's not a huge priority for me in, in that way. I don't need to do that. I would rather, you know, continue to be home with them and homeschool them and influence them. That's, that's more of a driving force for me. So I have to accept that decision I've made and realize that this is a consequence of making that decision, right? I have to learn to live in the uncertainty. And, you know, that's really how it goes. If you want to take any type of risk as far as like, you know, doing something you wanted to do, but you don't know what's going to happen, that's uncertainty. You've got to be comfortable with that process because you guys, if we're always in the familiar, that's all you're at. You're, you're never, you're not in a new, you're not in a new space. You're not giving yourself room to grow. Your, your perspective isn't being challenged in any type of way. You're not getting new information. You're not going to grow in wisdom. You're going to be just stuck. So in order for you to go from point A to point B, you have to, you know, take some action in that way, but you have to do it from a place, I think, of knowing what's motivating you, what's important to you and operating from that standpoint. Cause that's, what's really going to give you the stability at the end of the day, right? Is what's going to motivate me? What do I need? What type of person am I trying to be in my character? Who do I want to become? And what type of life do I want to have? Right. And that's why it's important to have a vision, you guys. So that way you can orient your steps towards that. And the Lord does that for us. If you have a relationship with Christ, He's going to put a desire on your heart to do good. It's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for other people. And it's going, it's going to be things that are going to make an impact on the world. And so, um, you know, that's the other thing we got to realize about God too. God doesn't give us boring things to do. He gives you things that you're passionate about, that you want to do, that um, encapsulate who you are as a whole being, right? And so um, those are the types of things, right? Because maybe like for me, I love talking to people about this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, stepping out for me might look like having to do public speaking engagements and do live events and stuff. That would be pretty scary for me, but I love doing this. So that would be my motivation for me to step out into the unknown. So that's why it's really important for you to know yourself in that way. So, um, anyway, you guys, I just want to share this with you today. I got a couple podcasts that'll be coming up hopefully soon. I'm going to do one about hope. I think I told you guys about that. And then I want to do another one talking about how we can change the world in practical ways. I think that'll be a really good podcast too. But uh, anyway, you guys, I better pop off here. It's already been 19 minutes. Thank you guys for all your support. Um, I will definitely keep you updated on the book. Once the final edits are done, then they're going to do the, the cover phase. And then there's one more phase after that. I think it's like two more months after this. So hopefully in the next two, two and a half months, this book will be out in your guys' hands. And I really hope and pray it's going to equip you, give you what you need so you can step out and, um, you know, live the life that God's put inside of you, but you've got to dig it up. You've got to take some time and uh, uncover those things. You've got to maybe go through a process of healing in your life, as well as revealing the, the skills, the talents, the desires, the vision, all of that other stuff that's hidden in your heart as well. So anyway, you guys, thanks for being on here. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day and I will talk to you next time.